the Chair 2 Leaders Podcast with your hosts, Danny Smith and Ben South. If you lead from the second chair or you work with those who do, this is a place for you. We're glad you're here for conversations about the church, ministry, life, and how we can serve better for God's kingdom. Welcome back to another episode of Chair 2 Leaders. We're glad you're joining in with us, listening in this week. I'm one of your hosts, Ben South, here with my good friend, Danny Smith. Danny, how are you doing? Well, Ben, I'm doing well and so glad that uh, we can finally get uh, an episode up and running for this brand new year. Uh, it's been kind of a uh, a crazy first couple of weeks for us. That's right, yeah. Uh, we had planned, actually, to have our first episode out a week or so ago, and my family had COVID come within our family. Danny's family has been sick, and we were not able to get recording ready for it to go out this last week, and so we've pushed it one week, but hopefully we'll make up for it in the episodes that are to come with that. And so our plans, we had great plans for how we were going to launch the year, but sometimes those get changed. But it's been a big year since we talked last. Danny's Georgia Bulldogs have won the national championship in football, so there was much rejoicing out Let's in Wyoming. Yes. So talking about being sick, uh, that day I was as sick as I've been in, in quite a while. But yeah, the old pick six at the end of the game, I found a way to stand and yell. I found, I dug deep. And, uh, but it's exciting. You know, I was, I think I was telling you before we were recording that it's one of those things that we're still kind of walking on cloud nine at our house. It's quite enjoyable. Probably borderline idolatrous, but man, we sure loved to see uh, those dogs get the win. So it was a lot of fun. Yes, and we even had it in Arkansas a little bit because we kind of ended the season on an up note because our team won their bowl game. The Razorbacks did down the Outback Bowl, and so it was nice to finish New Year's Day with a win and, and start the season. And we have – here's the big thing going on in Arkansas – we have more football wins in 2022 than Alabama does. And so we're happy Who would have thought? <laughs> now, that will probably all change know, come August. But <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, you're going to enjoy it while you can. And right. it is funny, though. I've seen that meme going around. And, uh, you know, as a – and when you get into ministry, maybe we enjoy it a little bit more because of the unpredictability of those things. And in this, we know that ministry is for unpredictable times, even when it feels like we've made these plans. Um, I don't know how many things that we've canceled in the last two to three weeks because of illness and sickness and all of those things. So, yeah, unpredictability seems to be a uh, an ongoing part of life and ministry because even being where y'all are at, y'all have had to sort of pivot very early on, um, school district-wise, church-wise. Yeah, we had to change some things up because of the weather. We had this last weekend, a storm that was supposed to come through. The That wasn't, you know, a Saturday afternoon. It looked like we were going to have snow on the ground, bad weather. You know, typically overnight it gets colder, roads get worse conditions for early morning. So we made some adjustments, and then it ended up – snowing all evening and by morning the streets were dry and the, most of the snow was gone and we'd already made the plan so we had to do some shifting and then COVID has made shifts within our community because the school's having to shut down uh, for a while and just adjusting to that and that's one of those things let's talk for a few minutes because right now we're in January and most people in ministry are making their plans if they if they haven't finalized them you're finishing them up or you're looking through the rest of the year what are we going to be doing this year and there's some things it's just hard to plan for 
But I, how do we need to approach that? And I think there's a couple of things, I, the way I'm approaching planning this year. We're planning to go and do, like we're going to do everything we think God would have us do this year. We're going to make plans. We're going to go full steam ahead until we can't. That's kind of how we're approaching everything. We're planning to do everything full steam ahead unless we can't do it. That's what I've told my life group leaders. Hey, we're having life groups every Sunday this year unless we absolutely can't have it for whether it's weather or uh, too many volunteers out um, that we can't do that. You know, with adult groups, that's not as big a deal, but you also have to consider children's groups. And when you've got 15, 20 different children's groups and you've got 10 of your volunteers out a weekend, that makes it difficult. So how do you manage that? So when we're going forward, our plan is this year, we're going to do everything we can until we can't. Yeah, I like that. And I think that's really good for uh, those folks in our church uh, and in those ministries to hear you say, to hear your pastor say, to hear others on your ministry team say that because of the last two years, because of everything that we've had to pivot from and to, you know, uh, the unpredictability of things, letting them hear your heart to say, I am committed for us in this ministry, again, whether it's a small slice of the pie or maybe you're leading the whole thing, to be able to say, until uh, we are unable to, we are going to proceed and we're going to plan, we're going to pray, we're going to get ready, prepare uh, to do all these things for ministry. And there's a lot of fear. Um, you know, I was talking to a friend the other day. He's leading a church. He's uh, went from kind of that chair two leadership into the chair one leadership over the last year. So he's brought a lot of enthusiasm into that chair one. And kind of early on, it was a couple of setbacks due to some scheduling, due to some illnesses that hit their church. Um, not necessarily a COVID thing, but just uh, some things that hindered them. And so we were talking earlier this week and his big prayer he's like man can you just pray because we've got some plans for this spring starting really in the next couple of weeks that he's really excited about the church is excited about he said pray that we just don't have any setbacks and i think that really encapsulates what maybe a lot of chair two and chair one and chair three and wherever you're at leaders are feeling is that we do have some excitement and enthusiasm for ministry, but I'm also a little pessimistic about what could or could not take place. So I think hearing what you said, Ben, to be able to say, guys, we're going to move forward, that really communicates um, a commitment um, to your folks to say, um, yes, there's probably going to be challenges. We may have to, we may have to uh, be very flexible in terms of maybe what it looks like ultimately, um, but we are going to proceed and we're going to do all that we can for the glory of God and our church and our community and, and possibly even around the world. So I think that that says a whole lot for your people. Yeah. As you were saying that, I come up, here's a good pattern to do it, but I, cause I think that you do need to really spend some time in prayer. Okay. God, what would you have us do this year? So I, I've come up with, while we were just sitting here, a, a, a four step plan, pray about what we need to do, seek God, what will you have us do in ministry? It's a new time. People are have new concerns. There may be some things, and we may have to have more contingency plans. God, show us what you would have us do to reach people this year. And then start planning. So pray and plan. Then Just make plans as if it's going to happen, as if the virus is not going to come up, as if things are going to be better and you're going to be able to do that. Keep planning. And then proceed. So pray, plan, then proceed. Start doing it. Just just act like it and begin working toward those things and then come back to pray again. 
pray that God would, hey, open up doors, that he would make it where you could do it, um, where those events, those things you're planning this year are able to be accomplished. If he's leading in them, I believe they will be uh, able to happen. And if not, it may be that he wants them to happen in a different way than we planned or prepared for. But we've got to remember in all these situations that God is absolutely sovereign. I mean, if you look back over the last couple of years, none of us would have predicted what's happened, yet there's been some really good things that have happened in the church, with the church, in the midst of just a lot of turmoil in the culture, and even some issues within uh, Christianity, the culture itself. But there's been a lot of good that has happened that without COVID might not have ever happened. So we've got to trust his sovereignty in it. So pray about what he wants you to do. Start planning. Proceed with the plans. Then pray some more. And it's alliterated real well where you could preach that if you had a poem to go with it. That's exactly right. I was going to say, if you had a poem right there, I might have taken an offering here at my house and uh, called it a day. But no, I I love it. I, I think that's exactly right. And, you know, maybe the one thing we've learned over the last couple of years is that you know, maybe there were events, maybe there was a, a typical church year schedule that you followed, and maybe some new things have come out of it, maybe some tweaked things have come out of it. But I I think the fear of, well, I'm not going to do that because nobody's going to show up. Uh, I, I think there's a part of that as you pray, and Ben, I want to ask you about this uh, here in just a second, but I think a part of that prayer is like, Lord, even if it's just a few, even if it's, um, uh, you know, maybe you're still grieving over some people that haven't come back to church yet. Part of this prayer is like, Lord, just where we're at with who we have, you know, start there. Just start with what um, God is giving you, not grieving necessarily over uh, who's not there anymore. Um, you know, you can't control some of those factors. Um, but Ben, I like this. I like the alliteration. I like the little uh, process there that, uh, that, that you put forth. Have y'all done over the years, I, I hear sometimes of, at least in single elder churches or perhaps in just small church staffs, maybe taking a day in January to get away, just to pray, just to sort of do that, to pray, to plan, and I hope I get this right, prepare and then pray again. Um, have y'all done something like that as a staff? Do you do that personally where you take a day and go, you know what, I'm going to pray about my life groups, I'm going to pray about this year, um, anything just speak to that if you could. We typically do. We have, uh, usually in January, we take a day to get away for that. We actually, today, we're in our staff meeting talking about this very thing, and we had a day scheduled. We were going overnight somewhere, but because the rise in COVID cases and just concerns over that, and if we were going to even be able to go when it got to there, we've decided to kind of bring it back in-house and do a day of planning and praying through things here. Uh, so we have, and I think that's a good thing when you've got multiple leaders and to, to do that kind of thing. And here's the thing. Even if you are in a church that has a small staff, and maybe it doesn't make sense for a bunch of you to go away, on, I mean, for you to two people or three people to go away for a weekend or for two or three days in that kind of retreat, you can do that with your key leaders in your church or even in your ministry. Bring in your leaders in your student ministry, in your kids' ministry, and, and have a morning where you all just pray together over it, where you dream a little bit. Hey, what could we do? 
Um, I'm I'm taking on some leadership in another area, um, kind of being a pastoral contact with our women's ministry team, and I'm getting ready to meet with them in a week or so and, and talk with them and say, hey, here's what we want to do. Here's a vision for this. Y'all take this and run with it. And y'all, let's talk ideas and pray through what God could do through this ministry in the next year. So you don't have to have a staff retreat. You could do that with your volunteers, but take some time to pray through it, plan, prepare. You added that P. I think I said proceed, and then. Pray some more. Just keep praying through it. Yeah, some of the best advice I got early on in ministry, a uh, very good friend. To this day, he will text me every now and then that he's praying for me. Uh, a minister or pastor's friend. And he, uh, his father-in-law uh, was, a, uh, was a pastor, and uh, he's gone on to be with the Lord now. But uh, he came one day, and he said, hey, this is what my father-in-law always said. Uh, pray, pray, pray. In fact, there was three or four uh, pieces there. Good, again, good Baptist folks like uh, like we are. And um, you know, I've never forgotten that that pray, pray, pray. And you know, one of the great joys of ministry is there's a lot of stress because you're thinking, okay, we got to do something, we got to get this done. And what if nobody shows up? You know, we start getting uh, what if COVID? What if other things happen? But you know, at the end of the day, the the power of praying in your life and in your ministry. You know, every year about this time, I like to reread George Mueller's autobiography on prayer. Um, It's it just such a great reminder of really trusting God to uh, do something far beyond our capabilities, far beyond even our scope and our ability. Uh, you know, so being 2022 is going to be a big year for our family because we are getting ready. And I guess maybe this is even my first uh, real commitment announcement to something like this to to plant a church um and uh right now i'm just building a a network of people to pray my very first reaction is i need to raise funds but just over the last four or five months as we've kind of walked through this journey of getting back to the point of planting a church just that idea pray 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 let the planning let the the preparing and the processing and what other p that we can add in there just bookended in prayer, you know, and so maybe you're starting this year and it's like us, you've been, you're sick, you know, you've already forgotten your new year's resolutions. Uh, the church member at church that uh, took a break from being a jerk for the holidays is now, uh, you know, making up for that break. And, and you're just thinking, great, it's January, whatever. And I'm already kind of back to the doom and gloom, you know, pray, man, open your word, open the word and, and begin to just listen to the Lord speak and pray and and just let that set the direction. Let that set the tone um, for everything that you're going to do. And so, yeah, that advice was so, so helpful. I wish I had lived by it uh, far better um, than I have, but it really, it just keeps uh, in my heart quite a bit to pray, pray, pray about these things. Man, that's a great word. And I think that's, maybe we've turned this into an episode about prayer, but I think that's really how we need to go forward when we're planning. Spend time in prayer. And if God really will lead you to plan and to do that, He's going to use that for something. He's going to, He may not bring, for your event that you're planning, He may not bring hundreds or thousands of people to it, but He may bring 10. He may change that event through circumstances in the culture because of COVID or because of restrictions or because of illness within the church or some other event, snow. He may have completely different intentions with what you're planning than you think he does and what you have. But trust it to him 
And so when we do that through prayer, we give it to him. You know, talking about if people are going to come and things. I always tell my teachers, I said, we don't teach in our life groups. We don't teach only if there's a large crowd. We teach the word of God faithfully to who is there to the people that are there. And so it's not about me teaching to as many people as possible. It's about me faithfully teaching those who are there. Because I can't teach people who aren't there. But I want to be faithful to those who are there with me. It's in everything. And so for every event that we plan, for those who do engage, for those who do show up, if there's just one person, be completely there. And, and no, it's not about the crowds. It's not about a massive number of people coming for you to do your ministry. But it's about us being faithful to what God has led us to do, to be obedient to Him, and to following through with the plans He has given us. And so through that, if we'll do that, if we'll do that, we'll pray about it, we'll follow through and be obedient to Him, that's the success is being faithful and obedient to God. Not having hundreds of people show up, not having the response we think it should have, but having God's intended response that He sovereignly um, allows to happen with whatever circumstance or event it is, then we're successful in our ministry. Yeah, again, so well said that our success is found in faithfulness to the Lord, and the Lord is going to be so good to to help us with that. Well, Ben, I don't want to necessarily throw another curveball into that, but you know, just one thing in, in this whole process too is as we pray, uh, don't let pride keep you from asking people for ideas and help. You know, um, use your associational missionaries. Now, you may not be of a denomination that has something like that. But don't be afraid in those planning times to go, okay, well, you know, we tried to do business as usual last year. That didn't seem to really work. Some of our key leaders haven't come back. We really need to rethink what we're doing. Now, I know uh, what they say about church folks and Baptist folks in particular. We hate the way things are, but we also hate change. So, you know, you, you always go with that balance of stuff. But, yeah, maybe this is an opportunity in your times of prayer where you go, you know, I'm going to ask the guy at this church down the road that help me out. Help me think about children's ministry again. I, you know, we tried to do business as usual last year. It just didn't work back out. Um, help me to think about youth ministry. Help me to think about evangelism. Maybe uh, you've been thinking about some type of uh, mission trip uh, context or something. Ask, ask those guys at the state convention. Um, don't be afraid. Uh, and, and, and just don't be prideful if we're going to stay with the peas in this episode. Don't be prideful. Uh, ask for help, you know, because in your prayer life, the Lord may lead you to something where you go, I need some help with this. Man, that's absolutely right. And, and we can't do it all on our own anyway. We can't. We think we can. We think we can, you know, I can tough it out or I'm smart enough or I can do enough things to make this happen. But the truth is we need one another. We need other pastors. We need our people in the church to to do and to be who God has called us to be and what he's called us to do. So um, I think that's a good word. Just, you know, let this year be marked with humility, maybe. So you prayer, bet. prayer and humility, they go together well. Yeah. Now my team just won the national championship, so I'm still kind of puffed up. So I'll have to kind of work. 
I'll work on my my humility with that. But well, I think you were saying though, basketball season will bring the humility back. Yes, it absolutely will. (laughs) All Georgia fans have to do is look at our basketball standings, and we're quickly brought back down to earth. And uh, it doesn't take too long. We'll be in. You know this. This has been good for me. I mean, we, like I said, we're pretty excited about some things that the Lord is doing in our church planting uh, journey and stuff like that. And and everything we just talked about is exactly the playbook that we're we're going with right now and just expecting God to do some good things. But I do have to ask you now, it, it is it is January and, you know, people make resolutions. Have have you made any resolutions? And if so, have have you have you, we're going to hold you accountable here. Have you broken them already? If you don't make them, you can't break them. Yes, that's right. <laughs> no, I love it. I've not actually made any specific, hey, here's the resolution. I have made some like general, here's some things I want to do. I want to read a little bit more. I want to be a little more intentional with my time, and I'm making some progress. Otherwise, I'm, I'm, I've not made any resolutions specifically. You didn't do the uh, Jonathan Edwards thing, the uh, resolutions and – you know, if nobody else will, I will thing. You didn't, you didn't do that part? Not for 2022, I didn't. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. How about yeah, you? Just at this point. Yeah, no, I answered it. Yeah, I, um, I tell you what, again, like you, just some things I want to do differently. But something I have kind of picked back up is uh, my boys and I are really uh, getting into sports cards. And so I'm kind of looking in my basement right now where I'm recording, and I've got just a stack of cards I've been going through and Oh, man, it's a lot of fun. So that's not really a resolution, but it's definitely uh, something I've added to the clutter of my life, and it's a lot of fun. I'll have to send you some of my cards. I think they're in a closet somewhere at our house, and my wife would love them to disappear. You bet. (laughs) That's good stuff. (laughs) Well, Danny, I hope you have a great rest of the week. Man, we'll be praying for you as you look at launching this year for your church out there in Wyoming. And for our listeners, whatever it is God has for you, we want to pray for you. If we can, Danny and I can pray for you, we'd love to do that. But we want to encourage you to be in prayer about how God would have you lead this year, what he would have you do. And then we want to encourage you to plan. And then get on with it. Proceed through it and start doing it. And then trust God for the outcome. Pray through it. And then what God brings, trust Him to control and know what needs to happen in your life and in your ministry. Yep, I'm right there with you. And I'm excited for what the Lord's doing in your church as well. And yeah, if we can help you in any way, always reach out through Twitter. And feel free to share, subscribe, all that good stuff to the podcast. And I got to tell you, I can't believe we're about to be on year two of this podcast. So I'm pretty excited. It's going to be a fun year ahead. Hope you'll stay with us. Hope you'll keep listening. Let others know about it so they can join in the conversation as well. Have a great week, and we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to Chair 2 Leaders. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates, and make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Chair 2 Leaders wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.